when I listened to it, I just kind of got like a really mature sound because um, like a week or two ago, I went back and I listened to your guys' uh, uh, The Hills. Uh, I went to, mm-hmm. I was jamming it on your guys' Spotify. And it's definitely, you guys have like totally matured in your sound. It's really, really cool. I really like it. We we are very mature. <laughs> so mature. So, <laughs> mature. so mature. We're so mature. So Out of all the matures, there is, we, we, we would be the maturest. What's up, guys? Uh, I appreciate you guys coming out. I'm with uh, Archer today. Dude. Oh yeah, definitely. Thank you uh, for having us on the on the podcast. Yeah, it's no, to be here. No problem. I pr- I've never actually uh, met you guys. I know your drummer, Chris. Uh, he's in like yeah yeah. yeah. He's in like three oh, different cool. fucking bands. <laughs> Yo, he is in all of the bands. The bands apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Where is he from? Oswego, Illinois. That's the name of the town. Yeah, as we go, as we go. That's what I thought because he goes into uh, my bass player uh, works at Guitar Center in Neighborville. Oh, okay, hell yeah! I think I might have met him once, maybe. You, yeah, probably what like one time. No, 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 no. We've have we ever played a show together? No, which is not cool. Yeah, we should fix that. <laughs> yeah, I was just uh, I was literally just thinking about it. we played with, dude. So we played with uh, a few bands up in uh, Wisconsin. Um, and West Dallas, I for, I totally forget the venue name, but uh, either what is it? We played Shots Bar, or wait, no, that's West Bend. What's in West Dallas? Is that? Oh wait, um, Amber Books there. Okay. Amber Elizabeth yeah, yeah, Books yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was like some really rinky dink small Lucky venue, Roscoe's? but we played with Lucky Chance. Oh yeah, yeah, Lucky Chance that, or last year, something like that. Yeah, but we played a show there with a band called Second and Archers. Oh yeah. They're cool guys. Yeah, they're dope. Uh, we that was that was actually a really stacked lineup. It's too bad that nobody showed up. <laughs> it was like a Wednesday <laughs> night. Um, yeah. Well, well, whatever. So, how are you guys doing with all this? I mean, I saw you guys just did a. Uh, you guys just put out like a lot, little bit of a live set. You guys didn't have Chris though, right? Uh, that was just uh, we. That was honestly random and impromptu, and we didn't. We honestly just ran our tracks out of a speaker. We didn't have Chris there, so we just played the drum tracks that I have for practice. And, uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Obviously, it sounded like crap because there was, uh, there was no mix. It was just out of a speaker. We're actually currently in the process of working on putting a, together an actual live stream uh, with, uh, with a professional mix and putting it all together, maybe even doing some lights and stuff like that. We want to we kind of do it directly after... The EP comes out, uh, it's, which comes out at two weeks from yesterday, uh, on the seventeenth. So we want that to be out for like a day, and then we want to do this live stream. And um, it just kind of sucks. We we can't go to shows, we can't play shows. So I mean, at least we can kind of connect with people while doing this. It was a lot of fun doing the live stream, even though like it was kind of crappy, and you know there wasn't any preparation or anything involved. It was just us practicing. Uh, it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of interaction with people, and they, like, really had a good time. And it was a nice little reprieve from all the crap, <laughs> you know, just to kind of, like, hey, look, there's some homies uh, jamming on the Facebook Live. So uh, it ended up getting us a little bit, of, little bit of traction, and I think people really enjoyed it. So I kind of want to do it on a bigger scale and uh, 
see if we can make it sound better and look better so people have something more to really engage with. A buddy of mine just, uh, we met on tour. He was in a band. We like, we were in two separate tours and we played a gig together in uh, Nashville. So we became friends and I followed his band. Uh, I don't think they do anything anymore. Oh my God, I'm totally drawing a blank on what the fuck their name was. Uh, Renegades, that's it, from Kansas City. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of them. Okay, right on, right on. So, um, but their drummer, I think they, they all disbanded and their drummer is now in a band called Salt. And they had like, all these tours with like all the remains and fucking um, hell yeah, like big, big, like arena sized tours Mm -hmm. all set up. And like, you know, this dude just joined this band and like, he's like super stoked about getting ready to go out on like, you know, like he's about to live his dream. You know what I mean? Like, like did it. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's their drummer. So all this shit happens, all cancels. And I'm like, Damn, because I, I, I saw those flyers and like there's some stacked lineups. Like they uh, they were playing a few dates with Motionless and White, and I was like, holy shit! Yep. I mean, we're we're kind of in the same boat right now. Where our uh, our tour is still on right now. We have a release tour scheduled for May. As of right now, we are still confirmed. We're trying to be optimistic and hopeful, but obviously. You know, this this virus isn't just going to stop because we want it to. So whatever happens, happens, and we want to keep people safe. But uh, we also want people to know that regardless of if anything does cancel, like, we are going to be re- rescheduling the entire tour, every release show, and it's all going to happen. It might just might happen a few months later. But, you know, as of right now, we've got our fingers crossed, and we're all pretty... Hopeful. We're just we just really want to play some shows, dude. Fucking same. Uh, we our EP release show is slotted for June sixth, but I mean, I, I don't know what's going on up in Wisconsin. Um, but uh, I mean, our shit's extended until the thirtieth. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, we have uh, for us April thirtieth is a cutoff for the shelter at home as of now. That could I think change it's the twenty fourth right now. 24th? Yeah, Yeah, well, it's one of those. And it's shelter, safer at home, but there's a safer at home order in effect where, like, um, there's a lot of essential business. Pretty much the same thing that's going on across the rest of the country. Um, So, obviously, uh, most of us are getting hit by not working. Some of us, fortunately, are, you know, working for what are considered essential businesses. So, we have, some of us have income coming in, but most of us, uh, yeah, most of us are just kind of, like okay, when's this gonna be done? <laughs> so obviously, it's it. We're urging people to head over to the merch store and maybe pick up one of them cool pre-order packages that are sitting up there. They're actually they're pretty cool. Yep, that's all you can do right now is push your merch store, dude. It's yes. it's been working. We've had a lot of we've had a lot of people who just really. It's it's cool to see how many people just want to support you. You know, uh, there's been a few people that have hit me up personally that have just been like, hey, I. I just want to know what can I buy? What can I do? I, I have a bunch of stuff. What's new? What can I purchase like to help you guys out? And like, that means the world to us, you know, people who just care and they seek out how they can be helpful. And obviously we want, we want to pay it forward and we want to obviously do anything we can. We want to put out new tunes. We want to, you know, do these live streams, really connect with people because we're all just sitting on our asses right now. And we're trying to figure out how to connect with our fans and connect to the people who want to listen to Archer's while at the same time <laughs> enjoying the couch potato lifestyle as much as we can. <laughs> so um, we're trying to find the bright sides of all of this. Oh, too, dude, it you know? blows, a, There are right? some, and 
I think the live stream thing has kind of been one of them because uh, they they just take on a lot more attention nowadays. It seems like <laughs> no one's got anything else better to do. It's like, all right, this dude, these dudes are gonna make an ass of themselves in front of everyone on their Facebook feed for an hour and a half. Let's do it. You know, so I'm all about it, dude. That's what we're trying to do. I mean, it's I, that's what everyone's trying to do. It's just it's it's an internet game now. I mean, for the next at least for the yeah. next month, it's just it's all a social media games. What kind of all right? What kind of content can you know we post? So I don't know if it's a good thing that all of our stuff is coming out right now, so that we have actual good content to post. I'm telling you, man. Uh, it seems like Spotify has been doing some really cool things for people lately. Like at least our numbers in particular have definitely started to see an increase since this happened, which is one of the weird kind of upsides to all this is just people are listening to more music. They're jamming stuff and they're sharing things online. Their attention is entirely, you know, online, which isn't great, but it's just kind of where we're at right now. Dude, that's exa- that's exactly where we're at. I, I, everyone's just so bored. I just keep seeing... I mean, I'm. I can only play Call of Duty Warzone like so many times before I'm just fucking done. <laughs> it's just I'm like, yeah. all right, I want to go somewhere, I want to do something. But I mean, we've like I've just been staying inside, writing music, and did. Yeah. Uh, I actually just did a podcast the other day. I think like yesterday. Um, but uh, so I've just been doing that, and uh, we haven't had a full band practice in like a month and a half. And uh, shit, because Chris lives here and you guys are all the way up there. So you guys probably haven't seen him for a hot minute either. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So we just practiced to like the actual drum stems. Either that, we are, we're currently, um, you know, we have, uh, Chris can only play a few days on the upcoming tour uh, as of now. Uh, so we have another film we're working with as well. And he lives up here. So we've been sort of uh, getting, him and Chris have been trying to work together and trying to get all the ropes down and everything so that when he's, uh, when he's out and about, we can still have uh, some solid, solid dudes holding down the the percussion aspect of everything. So that's uh, it's kind of nice because we where where we practice is cleared out because of all this. So we have more time. Where do you guys practice? We in a flower shop. In a flower <laughs> shop. Yeah. And uh, our bassist owns uh, a company that does wholesale flowers, and we practice in the warehouse. Oh fuck yeah! Yep. yeah. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! Okay. I always love asking like where bands practice because like us like sometimes like we just you know we just practice in a uh, an actual rehearsal studio. Yeah. Like sometimes nice. you get bands that'll be like you know oh yeah dude exactly like your like, my bassist owns a flower so like like you know shit like that like that's really funny. <laughs> yeah, we used to practice in like an industrial complex. Yeah, those things are nice. <laughs> an old drummer of mine worked at like a uh, it was like a I don't really know what the company was. They just did like construction style. Yeah work and shit i don't know whatever but they would let us practice there and it was just like this big open room so the acoustics were just horrible it was just everything was just reverberating off of one another it was all hard surface but it was cool though we could practice uh we could practice pretty late until someone finally called the police and then that was that was the end of that the nice thing for us is that um we can do silent practices because most of everything happens in our ears uh if we're working with a drummer uh right the only things that you're actually hearing live are drum kit and whatever vocals are running at the time. Uh, so that's kind of nice because I don't have to worry about a crappy room or anything like that. It's just uh, just all in my all in the ears. That's kind of fun. Oh, that yeah, that is pretty rad. We uh, don't have access to that technology right now, but um, <laughs> we're just you know, especially right now, everything. There's no money coming in. At least not yet. We haven't cashed in on our merch store. We're just, I don't know. When we're doing that, that's pretty much up to 
the label, but right. It's a uh, it's a hard knock life. I actually I, I don't know. I don't feel too bad about it. I live out in the middle of nowhere. I don't know if Ben, when I sent you my address, have you ever actually Googled it or looked it up? But it is like boofoo. I, I saw it was like it was a couple hours away. That was like, and I was like, ooh, I'm I suck at being in a small car. I prefer like the van. <laughs> no, I totally get it. <laughs> I was like, we should figure out how to remote do this. I didn't. Uh, the only reason that I suggested you guys come here is I actually didn't know how many of you lived in Wisconsin. I knew Chris lived out here because he goes into Guitar Center all the time, sees my bass player, but uh, I didn't know if any of you, uh, the rest of you guys lived out here. So I totally get it, <laughs> especially now. I mean, with gas prices being what they are, it really wouldn't have been the worst. Like, shit. I think I made it to Chicago and back last week for, like, $30. Dude, I know. Oh, my God. Every time I go by a gas station, I'm like, this looks like 2002. This is fucking great. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's apocalypse pricing, but I love it. I know, right? It's like, oh, man, we're getting so many good things that we I just wish we would have gotten for just normal. Yeah, <laughs> what, like 40, uh, my brother, he lives out in Colorado, and there's like a, there's some places are doing $50 round-trip plane tickets from here to Colorado. I'm just like, that's crazy. Dude, that's wild. That's just fucking wild. Man, let's go isolate out in the mountains, yeah? No better place, honestly. Like, if you're going to real, like, real shit, if you were going to go fucking uh, keep yourself safe, mountains would definitely be the place to go. Yep, yeah, I'd do it. <sighs> So, your guys' fucking video is doing really well, man. Really, really. Yeah, well. dude, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's peaking at. I think it's coming around to uh, four hundred thousand. Two hundred and four. I just yeah. checked. Uh, was that on YouTube? Oh nope, it's two ten. I'm so sorry. It's two ten. <laughs> My apologies, everybody. <laughs> So is it, I think, yeah. It's a, oh, that's awesome, though. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you, man. You. That's really, it's really exciting. And people just really seem to like it. It's doing pretty well on Spotify. We just hit 10,000 yesterday. Uh, for And that's just after two weeks, which is really cool. Because, I mean, we've, we've seen good numbers from covers before. But to have an original song performing, outperforming our covers is, it's really encouraging. Because it's like, this is ours. This is our music. We get to finally showcase some new tunes. And, uh. People are really, really liking it. And the, the feedback that we've gotten has been only positive. And I don't know, it's just super hopeful. We're just really excited that people like it. And we cannot wait for them to hear the rest of these tunes. Uh, it's a really, it's a, when I listened to it, I just kind of got like a really mature sound because um, like a week or two ago, I went back and I listened to your guys' uh, uh, The Hills. Uh, I went to, mm -hmm. I was jamming it on your guys' Spotify, and it's definitely, you guys have, like, totally matured in your sound. It's really, really cool. I really like it. We we are very mature. <laughs> so mature. So, <laughs> mature. so mature. We're so mature. So Out of all the matures, is, there is, we, we, we would that. be the maturest. Yes. Uh, <laughs> ben, you and I were talking kind of, because we were trying to get Arabella to go, just do, like, a small weekend or a week-long run around the Midwest. And yeah. We were trying to do some trade shows this summer, and... Dude, because uh, Feels Fest was a real, like, that was super fun last year. We packed it in. Have you ever played a wire? It looks super fun. I, I remember hearing about it. Like, it just seemed like a really cool thing. Dude, yeah. we, we put, like, 300, uh, 320. It was, like, anywhere between 320 and 300 uh, people that we put through the door that day. That was a fucking packed show. That, awesome. that was a fun That's show, so cool. dude. Holy shit. And I got to pay because uh, wire is, like, one of the best. I, I love wire. Uh, have you guys ever played there? I've been there um, for, like, one of Chris's other bands, um, and, like, the venue is really, really cool. It's great. I used to book shows there, like... like can you fill it, though? I used to... Oh, dude, that's the that's the worst. So, like, I, I talked about this in a... quite Actually, a while ago. 
but I used to book like regular shows there. I would bring touring bands. In fact, I'm sure you and I have probably had a conversation about it at one point or another. Um, yep. <laughs> and I'm sorry if it didn't work out, but like you got to understand that like... Oh, no, dude. We, uh, we found the, the 105 in Naperville and that is like, it's like this really small place, but it's, it's perfect for a band our size that's like super up and coming and like, especially like where not everybody lives in the area. Like it, it's, that place has just been awesome to us. Dude, uh, I haven't actually even been there yet. The 105 is uh, super fucking dope, I heard. It's like, you can only pack like 20 people in there and I was like, damn, that's that's a punk rock show. As if I, that's a house show if I've ever heard of one. Yeah, it's a... It's it's a special place. Yeah. Townsend's played there like a, uh, almost just said a thousand times. I don't think they've played there like twice, but it looks like a fucking dope ass venue. But uh, no, I used to book like regular shows. I'd bring touring bands through Wire mm-hmm. and it started off really cool. Like I was able to like pack the place. It was a good, uh, I don't want to say pack the place, but we were able to put like a, a lot of people in there. I got bands that really drew and um, things were going really well. I was able to pay all the bands. I was able to walk away with a cut and then, I would, it just started going like downhill. Like the bands just like stopped trying. Like mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, I'd make sure bands had like pre-sale tickets. Cause like with a venue that size, like because I don't work directly for the venue, if I don't make the room production, it comes out of my pocket. So one of the best ways to like guarantee that at least the room rate gets made is to do like just pre-sales. The, you know, production costs just got knocked out with pre-sales. Everything else goes to the bands. But just bands stopped trying. I started losing money. So I was like, fuck this. Uh, so now I only do Feels Fest and I think I'm going to do, I just did the, uh, this other show kind of like Feels Fest, not as big of a production, but, uh, it was called the local love guns. I didn't really know what to call it. So, uh, it was right around Valentine's day. It was like two weeks after Valentine's day. Uh, and, uh, I was kind of, it was a Saturday night, uh, or actually it was a Friday night place was packed. There was a shitload of people in there. It was a good fucking night. And I was able to pay like, I was able to pay a lot, like, for, like, all the bands. And, like, that's so cool. Because, like, I love when I'm in a band. Like, you know when you, like, make a really good, like, a really good night? You walk away with, like, four, five, six hundred dollars, and you're like, holy shit. It feels good, right? Yep. So that's, that's like, the type of shit that I'm able to do at Wire, like, when we do Feels Fest. And now I have no fucking idea when it's going to be. Yeah. Like, we have, like, one off day on our release tour. And for a little bit, I was trying to figure out a way to fill it. But, like... Every single place I talk to is just like, dude, no, like I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if we want to take anything in May. This seems like it, we might not. So it's been kind of just like, ooh, let's just like really hope the rest of the tour, like the days that are already booked, like can stay, you know, can stay exactly the way they are. And you know, if not, if we have to postpone it, we do. But but I'm just like, ooh, I I really want to go on tour in May. <laughs> right. Yeah. Same. Dude, it's yeah. I mean, I just want people to. Hit- to like be able to experience these new tunes live because they're dope. <laughs> and I think I think they're really gonna like them, and uh, I just can't wait. I just can't wait to perform. We've been trying to crank them out and practice, make sure they all sound pretty and whatnot, you know. And it's just really, really exciting to hear them all come together. Because it's one thing to be in the studio making things happen, but to hear it all come together live, like to watch it be made, it, that's there's something better, there's something else to that, and. I just I, I want people to be able to experience that as well. That's why I'm really adamant about this live stream thing that I want to do, and uh, I want to make that happen pretty quickly. And uh, so yeah, that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. When um, uh, I'm I'm so sorry. Where are you guys going on your tour? Uh, we are going. We've got like three areas in Wisconsin that we do really well in. We're going to be in uh, Beloit, Madison, and then Green Bay, and then uh, heading towards like Minneapolis and Fargo area, and then we'll be. 
in uh, Nebraska, Des Moines, Indianapolis, and with Lansing, Michigan, and then we're going to end in uh, Chicago area. Oh, so you guys are just doing like a regional run. That's smart. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like a 10-day regional run. That's nice. That's uh, that's the way to do it. Uh, I, I've talked about this on every podcast. I'm sure people are like, shut the fuck up by now. But uh, that's just, the, I mean, there's really no other way to do it. Everybody wants to see that you can draw regionally. Like if you can do that, hey, there's this band that does really, really well in the Midwest. We're going to put them on this bigger tour, this big boy tour for, you know, the Midwest run, you know, just shit like that. So good on you guys. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> We're trying. <laughs> do you guys uh, have like a full tour rig or do you just rent? Uh, we own our, our, our we van. Have, we we rent full. trailers uh, because we just rent a U-Haul trailer as of right now because it's like uh, 40 bucks a day. Something like that with like and, insurance uh, and uh, I w- I'd love to buy one but the one I'd want to buy it's like what I and I've been, tr- I've been it's like a little trick that we learned over the years that I've been trying to like Throw out there to other bands, but if you own a vehicle, one of the biggest problems that you have maintaining a vehicle is strain on the frame from fracture uh, from stress caused by the trailer. And uh, if you're gonna purchase a trailer, you want to make sure it's got like that brake assist on it, because if you've got a trailer with brake assist. You, it's gonna, it's gonna save your frame over time for the van. If you don't mind me asking, how much do you guys know how much that cost? Because we have our own trailer. I don't know how much that would cost uh, retail. I do know it costs us like forty to fifty dollars a day to rent one with from U-Haul with the brake assist. Okay, and we have, we have oh, way more, I see. Way more room I'm sorry, we'd ever need. It sort of sounded like you like knew. Like you had had it before or something on like a previous trailer. Sorry, that's that's why I asked. All right, n- never mind. Then that question oh, no, seems so deep. crazy. Oh, no, we never actually own a trailer. I, we just have used all sorts of trailers. Yeah, and then we, all we were running vans forever, and we yeah. finally have been able to like buy our own van, which is awesome. Yeah, I gotcha. That's rad. We uh, do you guys get like an actual van van or is it like a minivan? We got ourselves a forty three fifty. It's a. I think what what year is it? Oh nine, and 09. we got it at like just under eighty thousand miles, which was awesome. Oh shit! Yeah, so we're we're set for a minute. I just want to make sure we have it for as many minutes as possible. Right, know? right. No, it's a. I mean, that's a, it's a. It's always a risky business. It sucks. It really fucking yes. sucks. Cause <laughs> just you know, especially when you're grinding away at this at this level. You know, like you're not. Hey, mm-hmm. here's a van and trailer. Go on a month long tour. No. Well, it was an investment in us. You know, it's an it was an investment in Archers. We're like, you know, this is what we want to do. I think it, this van would last us five to eight years, which is hopefully the to the point where we'll have actually achieved something enough to be able to purchase the next vehicle. You know, so that's kind of the idea, just to like have something that we can just run down and and we're trying to baby it. You know, get as much life out of it as possible. Yeah. Dude, that's where we're at. We uh we tour in a fucking in a giant suburban, uh, but it's uh, like I kind of <laughs> I, uh, I definitely uh, it's cramped with five people in there. It's impossible to bring a photographer or anybody with us. Yeah. So like we have to make sure that like somebody somebody is at oh, the God. venue with a camera, which fucking blows. So yeah, I'd love a van. Every time I see one, I'm like, oh man, that would be nice. 
<laughs> like, but <laughs> I just uh, I don't have like fucking fifteen grand to drop. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, yeah, because if we were gonna if we were gonna do one, like like if we if we were gonna do one, it would one we'd end up making payments, which that's always a risk move, especially when you involve like a group of people. Yep. It is, you know, especially when you can't count on a monthly income. I mean, you got your Spotify plays, but for most bands, that equals dick. Yeah, and that's a lot of bands, like. You know, you get like a million plays and you, oh, here's a, here's a grand. All right, fantastic. This will buy two merch drops. I mean, you can get a, mil- a million plays. I guess, yeah. I guess I don't, I guess I don't for sure know. You guys have a million plays on The Hills. What, uh, the Hills uh, is I mean, coming up to like one, one point, like one, one and three quarter million. That's like where it's about at right now. Like, uh, yeah, that's, that's yeah. fucking dope. Uh, it's it fucking crazy. It's I didn't, I didn't, weird. Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand it, but which is cool. We've probably made in its lifetime six grand off of the hills, just the hills. Oh shit! Wow. Uh, and that's from a cover too. So like, there's money to be made if if you can. And actually, that came out in 2015, right? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. 2015, yep. 16, one of those years. So, you know, we got a lot of hard plays for you know four or five years, and that ended up with yeah. you know whatever totaling. Um, 1.75 million is, and then like, that's probably equal to about six, 6.5 grand uh, over all that time, obviously. But that's nothing to sniff at, you know. And if you can have a couple songs, no, absolutely not. Yeah, if you if you can have like a couple songs, especially originals, because obviously Spotify is paying royalties to the artists on covers. So if you have a song performed that well and it's an original, you're probably going to see a larger percentage, which is what we're stoked about because currently uh, Making Us is performing better than all the covers ever have. So it'd be really cool to start seeing some actual uh, actual revenue from this. But like, it's, I just, you know, like, I see a lot of people talking about how Spotify doesn't pay out and like, it's difficult. It's hard. You know, if you don't have those Spotify streaming listeners, if you don't get a lot of the streams, yeah, you don't see a lot, but you work hard, you get, yeah, you get people to listen to your Spotify channel and eventually like it will add up and it's not nothing. It's not nothing. You know, that thousand streams here, 10,000 streams there, like you'll end up with a couple hundred dollars here and there and you just got to like, Keep putting out music for people to listen to. Dude, I think for like 153,000 plays on one of our songs, uh, we got like, it was like 400 bucks. You know, it was, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so. It's not a lot, you know, it's not a lot, but it's every. But that came in handy. That's what I'm saying is that like, you know, exactly. Like it came in handy. We were like, oh, fuck, here's like a, we can pay for a huge merch drop with this. Um, yeah, yep. like that sounds about right. Yeah. And, And, you know, the thing is, the thing too is, is that like, if you don't know how to, work Spotify, like, if you don't know how to use Spotify, Spotify can be, like, you know, frustrating at times if, if you don't Playlists, playlists are one of the biggest things. Um, mm. I mean, unless you're like victims where you can just grind so hard that you just see so much positive turner. I mean, like mm-hmm. I just checked their shit. They're like they're they're almost like twenty thousand monthly listeners. And then I was kind of ironic because uh, Meredith made a post and she was like, "We've because ne- I looked and I was like, oh shit, I wonder how many playlists they're on. None. They're on no playlists. Mm-hmm. They just have their own radio. I'm like, fuck, that's cool. That's that that's yeah. something that that." Not a lot of bands can say that they do, which I, I mean, playlisting's a big deal. One thing you can actually do now, uh, if you are on Spotify and you you need to be a part of Spotify for artists, that's the biggest thing. Uh, we, oh, absolutely. Daily. Uh, Spotify for artists now on the desktop version has a feature that uh, before your song comes out, once it's been delivered to Spotify, you can actually pitch it. 
yep. two playlists via yep. Spotify for artists. And I just did it today for the single on our on our upcoming EP. I did it for Making Eyes before it came out, and now Making Eyes is even Making Eyes alone. Just after having done that, I don't I can't say this is why I'm on all those playlists. It could just be because of the, the song itself. People liked it. That's how it works too. Uh, but I think Making Eyes is already getting close to like 250 playlists uh, that it's been added to, and most of them are you know you only see them once like 25 streams from 25 unique listeners uh, happen. But I've seen a big increase. Like a lot of our songs don't have shit for playlists on them. You know, it's the first song I've ever actually pitched from the Spotify artist page, and it 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 got put on a lot of playlists right away. And I think that's something bands should definitely know about and be using. Oh, absolutely! It's 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 huge. Uh, it's it's a bummer you don't get more for your songs. But I mean, what you know? What are you gonna do? So, uh, yeah, but I mean, it's about accessibility and it's about what people are listening on at this point. You know, my thing is like, you want to make you want to make money off your fans, which you do. Obviously you want to be able to make it a financial, uh, you want to be able to make sure you're good going forward so that we continue to make music. The way to do it isn't through Spotify unless you're huge and you're making all these streams, right? The way to do it is to, you know, guerrilla market yourself to the people you know like you. Play those shows, sell those t-shirts, you know, and get people to share your stuff. Like, make people like you. Make people want to come to your shows. Yeah, network. Whatever that takes for you. And, like, for any... Like, the thing is, like, there's no one way to make that happen. Yeah. And a lot of bands think that there is, and they stick they stick to that. But it's whatever works for you. Whatever gets bodies in the, into the door, inside the door, to watch your music so you can potentially, you know, sell them a T-shirt or even get them to enjoy the music. And, like, at the very least, sell them a CD for five, ten bucks, you know? And just get the music in their hands and get them in the door. That's really all you can do at this stage because you, you really can't bank on making much money off Spotify till you hit some serious numbers. And obviously, we're nowhere near there. It's most bands in the world are nowhere near I mean, there. Shit, Taylor Swift but, pulled all her stuff out and like quit her deal with Spotify over it at, the, at one point. So Yeah, I know. It's crazy. I mean, if if it wasn't for Taylor Swift, we wouldn't be getting paid nearly as much as we are. I'm not gonna lie. Like people shit on her all the time for like whining about it, but like we were at 10.5 percent Spotify revenue uh, before her. Then she put up a stink, and now we're at five fifteen point five. Right. So that's that's not nothing. That's fifty. That's definitely yeah, one hundred ten percent. That's not nothing. It's going right in my pocket. So thank you, Taylor. It's rough out there right now. <laughs> It really is, you know, and fortunately we have this thing called the internet where we can get stay connected and we can give ourselves some semblance of sanity over these, over these like really the doldrums that we're all kind of dealing with right now. And it's, everybody's high strung. Everybody's high strung right now. There's, there's tensions everywhere. Every, like, and everybody's just waiting for something to happen and eh, it creates kind of a, kind of like a. A weird environment where it's just like it could go off at any moment, or nothing could happen. At I the think same that time, when everything you know? picks back up, it's it, it's going to go one of two ways. I think I think it's going to go. I personally think that it's going to go, um, and that people aren't really going to want to go out right away. That they're going to still be like once the ban gets lifted, like even for like the first like couple months, they're not really going to they're going to be kind of timid to go out. Uh, but or on the flip side of that, everyone's going to be so fed up with being sheltered that they're just going to go everywhere. That's that's what I'm guessing is going to happen at, like right away. Hopefully. Something that, <laughs> something that we talked about was just uh, 
Like, how many people are going to be... Like, I don't want to go back to work. That sucked. <laughs> right. This, is, this uh, has been great, sitting on my ass. Like, how many people just, like, do I have to? Like, I just think it's, like, I, I don't know. You know, it's uh, stay at home. Just just stay home. Don't, just get something. Yeah, I mean, that's all I do anyway, so. Right. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, if you're a homebody, great. You're already, you're, you're 50% of the way there. I'm going to be 100% honest. Like, the coronavirus has not, directly affected my life all that much as far as my <laughs> daily routines. <laughs> I, I am a couch potato. I sit around, I smoke, and just kind of eat food anyway. So, yeah, life is good-ish. That's exactly yeah. what my roommate and I have been doing. Like, there was a, like, last week, oh, my, dude, I ate, like, it was fucked up how much food I ate. I, it should not, oh, yeah. the, I should not have eaten. Quarantine like 15 is 10. happening. 10 pounds of Corona weight, Corona weight, yeah, quarantine weight. Dude, I, sure. I know, like, the, the quarantine 20, I'm going to come out of here just, like, chubby as shit. Yup, <laughs> yup. Everyone's beach bodies are just going to be, like, oh, oh. Plus, like, you can't like, get a haircut right now either, so, like, I'm, I'm getting kind of, like, Forrest Man like, looking, kinda like. <laughs> tumble out of their bedrooms and see the sunlight. I'm going to fucking look feral. Months. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a beard for the last, like, five to six years. So I think I'm just going to shave it down into something weird each day do until it. it's gone. Don't do it, man. And then, I know. And then, uh, I mean, I'm going to grow it back. I'm, I'm not going to, that's not, not a, much. yeah, it's not a permanent look. Dude, I'm going to have a mullet. Oh my God. I'm Joe Exotic round two. I'm making Good. a fucking, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to help that man. Free Joe Exotic. I feel like, I feel like that's what we should be focusing on this podcast. I mean, like, I'm game. absolutely using my stimulus check to buy a tiger. Dude, I, <laughs> Um, you guys, you guys have seen that, right? That show hurt me. Like it hurt me in all the right ways. Uh, my girlfriend and I just finished it this morning, dude. Oh, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, I saw, I saw a fan casting, and it was like the one dude with like three teeth, played by Channing Tatum, and I was like, that, that works <laughs> like really, really well. <laughs> oh my dude, when uh, at the end, so, spoiler alert, guys, at the mm. at. At the end, when the interviewer's like, so how long was he working for, was that dude working for the, I forget his, James, I think was his name. He's like, how long was James working at the, uh, working with the feds? And uh, he's like, what? He's working with the fed? Like, just like the realization <laughs> that like his whole world was just like coming down. Like all three teeth where he's like, fuck man, I'm dead. <laughs> Uh, like watching him crumble, it was just like deteriorate over the course of the show. That was just intense. I know it it's in intense. <laughs> it started out with like such like it was like oh I thought just like I think everyone else thought that it was just gonna be a documentary about these kooky people that own tigers and the tigers were gonna be the focus. Nope, mm -hmm. I I, I Not like the case. <laughs> no, dude, no. like and almost like. First episode, they're like, "Bam!" There's tigers. Also, he tried to kill someone, and that was it. <laughs> yep. There's just nothing. Yep. There's just nothing there. But uh, yeah, that shit got out of hand. Uh, I, ugh. Ugh, it's weird. It's so Between that weird. and the whole trapped ordeal, I think this world really did need the coronavirus. Dude, <laughs> the trapped shit is 
so out of control. It's funny. wonderful. If we could be perfectly honest, it's like one of my favorite things about this year so far. <laughs> it's like just watching like a delusional person argue with people on the end. Like, dude, when he was arguing with Tillian, do you guys see when he was arguing with Tillian from Dance Game and Dance? <laughs> yep. <laughs> he was just like, he was like, whatever, dude, fuck you, fuck your music. And he was like, look, man, I, it's you don't play not about actual metal. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. But he, uh, he said something. Well, he was like, he was like, look, man, it's not about this for us, but. I do just want to let you know that on any given day, we can easily outdraw your band. It was so <laughs> funny. Because he, he made a comment. He was like, yeah, well, at least we're still s- selling out shows. You guys can't... Like, he made some dumbass comment and Tillian was like, I can't even believe I'm going like, to engage in this, but... <laughs> but you're, you're just incorrect. Like, factually <laughs> speaking, you're just wrong. Oh, dude. To be so irrelevant and be like, hey, guys, I got to become an asshole on Twitter. Otherwise, no one's going to remember <laughs> us. My favorite is that he was, like, commenting on the Trapped page. Like, using yes! the Trapped page. Yes! I was like, yes! dude, you have, you, what, how, it's like, uh Like, there's got to be some type of representation that they have that had to have been like, no, this At is a bad point, idea. Yeah, he was just like, but maybe like, we shouldn't <laughs> antagonize the world. That's what I'm saying. say racist shit. Dude, like, I'm like, was there anyone in the band that was like, hey, don't fucking do this? Or are they all... <laughs> right? It's like, or, hey, let's not get canceled today. Right, or are they all, like, behind him, like, yeah, dude, fucking say this. Let him they, have it. I think <laughs> they like, might be, because, like, they did a live stream. Like they they did a they did like an acoustic live stream so like at least everyone in the live stream must have been like yeah Whatever. this is <laughs> such a good idea like this is going over so well we're for sure outselling dance Gavin dance that's real <laughs> like <laughs> dude when I saw that I was like man th- like I just pictured like this I like I just pictured this really fat guy like he's just got his phone and he's just like n- covered in Cheetos and shit. And that's how he's arguing with people on the internet. It's like Al from Toy Story 2. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. But he doesn't. He definitely doesn't look like that. Like, I don't know, man. It's it's a it's hilarious. I I tweeted at him. I really wanted to get in on it. I really wanted him to rip me apart because I was just gonna keep going with it. But <laughs> yeah, he never tweeted back at me. I was pretty uh, I was pretty bummed. I think what I'm gonna do is I'm just I think I'm gonna keep harassing him until maybe they block me. This is probably know. the smart play. Yeah. That's, that's got to be the best way to go about that. Yeah, that's that's the move. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, the trap thing is really keeping it afloat. Like, every, uh, sometimes when, like, it's a bad day, I'll, like, <laughs> I'll go and, oh, well. <laughs> well, like, hey, now he's, like, day, so, let's watch racists so, get angry. So now he's posting about how he loves everyone and how he can't believe he's being bullied. Aww. <laughs> he is the victim here, clearly. Well, and then he's, like, hashtag white privilege does not exist is, like, <laughs> his new thing. Oh. Dude, dude, oh. it was just like, how bad can you get? And then he was like, by the way, I also dig Trump. <laughs> like, just oh, to add oh, to it, yeah. Got, yeah. Oh, that's how bad, dude. That's, it was like, let's okay. let me give him, let me give Twitter the finishing move. <laughs> it's just, oh god, like he was, he, uh, he argued with Chris Evans, the dude that played Captain America. He was arguing with Chris yep, Evans. Yep, I remember that. I was like, are you? That's not very American of him. Like, and I think um, Chris made like a, he, Chris tweeted something. Like, it was just like, you know, I can't believe that, you know, 
Donald Trump's doing, you know, it was like just a bunch of stuff, but it was a very well thought out, no swearing, nothing. You know, it was a very, it was just a regular mm-hmm. tweet. And then like a fucking rocket ha- trap just comes in <laughs> and he's just like, go fuck yourself, you stupid libtard. You don't know what you're talking. It's just like, holy shit. That's one of my favorite ones. Uh, uh, well, also, like, Trap, like, live streamed from a grocery store about how the quarantine isn't real and isn't happening. And then, like, a week later, we're just like, so happy everyone stay safe, like, better stay inside so we can wait this out together. We're all on the same side, guys. Like, Oh, man. <laughs> Who do you think goes to their shows? Like, what does the crowd look like? I, I mean, I would say that it's just, like, the drunk people that kind of wander in <laughs> off the street when they... because. But at the same time, I feel like they probably even have better standards than that. Uh, yeah, dude. I, I don't even know. Like, I just assume it's like when the people you just like assume drink Monster, that's who Trap draws. Free base. Yeah, they're just free basing <laughs> Monster. They're, they're mixing energy drinks. <laughs> uh, I actually, one time, this was really cool. This was actually in, Chris was probably at this, this fucking concert. I'm going to call it a concert. Uh, but what it was, was uh, watching the singer of Smash Mouth say fuck over and over and over again in front of a t- bunch of children and their families. I got to see Smash Mouth. <laughs> I got to see Smash Mouth live at this festival in Oswego. And uh, it's. Did they only play All Star just on repeat oh, for like oh, three hours? So. I'm gonna get there. So they have they have two oh they have two hits, I guess. I didn't I was unaware of this, but they have another one called like I thought they only had one. They have like a they have one called like Skywalker or something like that. It's like uh it's some other because when they played it, people everyone lost their shit. But huh. uh Weird. they they saved the best for it was like second or third to last. Uh they played for like an hour and a half. It was a while. I was definitely inebriated. That's for fucking sure. I got a shitload of beer. They have multiple albums. Uh, Yeah, dude. They they played um, probably their whole discography, but I'd say at least uh, a fifth of it was All Star. So they played. (laughs) Like, just they played All Star a lot? They played, no, they played All Star for 20 minutes. They stretched that song out. Oh, my God. And they made it 20 (laughs) minutes long. Because so they played That's like so the awesome. they played dude people when I tell you like people came unglued like it was like watching the Beatles for the first time people were like like you could just tell everyone in the crowd it was like watching the Wiggles audience dude it, no and like it, were there was there anyone dressed up in like a Shrek costume oh fuck yeah there were dude some oh my <laughs> god there were people crowd surfing like at this like. Cause it was like it's on this big. They, they so it's on this like big. They lawn. played the Broadfest in Wisconsin not too long ago, and there's a picture where it was like at least six or seven hundred people dressed up as Shrek. Yeah, they did like the front like like the front like third of the crowd was just Shreks. <laughs> and it was fucking hilarious. It was kind of the best thing that ever happened, and like their band did not acknowledge it once. <laughs> no, they, they just refused to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was like no, no. But didn't. there was like a Facebook group was, for yeah, like swarm, a, like swarm the Smash Mouth costume, dressed as like, Shrek with Shrek costumes. Dude, that's <laughs> yeah. I would have I would have paid a hundred dollars a ticket to see that. 
<laughs> Not worth it. <laughs> like, holy shit, that's hilarious. I, I like, but like, I think great. the payoff would be like, when's he going to talk about it? Like, when is he going to finally give these people the acknowledgement that they came here for? And like, right? He just like denied them of these. Like, nope. No, nope, nope, he just, just did not. Yeah, no they, one mentioned like, the Shrek costumes yeah, at any point. They, like everyone was just like, and when our All Star went down, just everyone went absolutely ape shit. Oh but, yeah, <laughs> like they just refused to acknowledge that like three quarters of the people there were just dressed up <laughs> as Shrek. Holy shit! Damn, that's uh, that's way better than mine. Oh, there were only like two people dressed up <laughs> as Shrek, but when he was there. Like it's a it's 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 not a festival like warp tour or anything. It's like a carnival, like a right. town, like the, you know the town mm-hmm. is there, and it's a lot of children. There were a lot of kids watching that set, and in between songs, he'd literally come out and be like, "What the fuck is up, Oswego?" I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, like oh, hey, you want your children to prematurely w- learn cuss words? Yeah, dude. Literally, he was just like, "Man, who, who's out there fucking drinking?" Like, like letting it, like letting the crowd fucking have it, and people, you know, people were going ham. But I guess a bunch of moms complained because, like, two days later, he made like an official press release. He's like, "I'm really sorry for saying the f word a lot during our set." <laughs> Fuck around, yeah. Kids. He was absurd for saying that. Must be like the lowest point in your musical career to be like, "Yeah, I've got to apologize to like a bunch of moms for saying the f word too many times at some like." Town carnival fair thing in like the Chicago suburbs, dude. I'm just, I just like imagine him being like, I'm, fu- oh. I'm fu- like, I just imagine him in the camera being like, I'm, f- I'm fucking sorry. I said fuck in front of your fucking kids. I don't, like, God, fuck. just like, I give a shit about your goddamn kids. But my fucking PR guy says I gotta say this. He's wasted. <laughs> don't drink. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I expected that to go. I truthfully believe, because I've gone to that, uh, it's called Prairie Fest. I've gone to that Prairie Fest thing for, mm-hmm. like, in the past. That place was nowhere near as packed as, I've, like, never seen so many, like, 30-year-old ska heads just out skanking in the middle <laughs> of, like, a bunch of people. Like, a bunch of, like, families. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, good times. Is that, wait, is Smash Mouth ska? Is that what they are? Or? I really don't know, but people were doing it. Is that what you would call them? I I didn't like. Is I there never, a genre for them? Or I thought it, it was just Smash Mouth. Yeah, like, was the genre. I'm gonna look it up right like, now. Soundtrack music <laughs> has written has been in two Shrek movies. What, no, what if it's literally? What if literally their genre just says Shrek? <laughs> Shrek rock. Shrek Rock. Ooh, hey, Shrek Rock could be a thing. We could definitely make Shrek Rock a thing. Was <laughs> anyone? Was it just me, or does anyone remember on the DVD copy of Shrek Two that there was a game called Far Far Away Idol, where you could like play as like the characters and judge a contest for just singing? Does anyone else remember this, or is it just me? <laughs> I do not remember. Yeah, that. I do not. <sighs> I, I'm. You're alone, man. Dude, it was like one of the coolest things ever. All right, Smash Mouth. They are. They had Simon Cowell as an animated feet person in Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100%. And like, they would have the donkey singing like Burning Love, and then he like gets laid on fire by, this, by the dragon lady. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, I mean, Madison's, uh, Madison, Chicago, how far away is that? It's like um, two hours. Two hours tops, yeah. 
Okay, that's further north than Milwaukee, right? I only ever go as far as Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee? It's to the, what direction is that? To the west? Milwaukee is east of us. Well, but from Chicago. Oh, 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 I see. From Chicago, yeah. Milwaukee's like not much further north than us. It's about the same time going either way, honestly. Um, Have you guys uh, played with that band, American Bandit? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, I love them. They are awesome dudes, and their tunes are fantastic. Yeah. Can't confirm, good buddy. Uh, 10 out of 10, would recommend to a friend. Uh, We (laughs) played with them. Absolutely. So, like, we used to be a band called Known by Numbers, and we went on, like, a dinky little tour run around the Midwest, and we played in Caledonia. I forget what the place was. It was, like, a gazebo. They weren't American Bandit. They were um, actually a band on that same show, uh... They played this. They played their set, and there were there there were a decent amount of people there for them. But there were these two girls that were like right up front, and the vocalist was singing a song about being like hurt or cheated on. It was it was it was a negative song. It was not a positive love song. This was not Mm -hmm. this was not a happy person at this point. (laughs) And these two girls are standing, arms folded, like dead center, right in front of him, like right in front of the stage, (laughs) and. He's, like, in her face yelling, like, fuck you lyrics. And as the, as the set went on, you could feel as the waves of uncomfortableness just passed over the crowd. One by one, people started to be like, yo, is this about that girl in the front that he's yelling at? And <laughs> I was weird. I'm, I'm getting uncomfortable hearing this story. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm standing like five feet away from this. Like I'm looking at like the rest of my band members going, I, I literally turned to him. I was like, I think this is about that girl in the front. The girl, <laughs> like, I, I just pointed right at her. Fuck it at that point. Like what? <laughs> like this dude's up here calling her out. I'm like, well, fuck it. It was her. So... Yeah, I mean, it's not, I mean it's, she's not got some balls coming out, standing front and center, being like, I know you've done this and you're singing this song about me, but I'm going to keep my happy ass right here because I paid. Like, I, like, the balls on her are some of the most impressive part about that story. So, so that's what I thought, too. I'm like, wow, this is quite a toxic relationship. Like, holy shit. <laughs> so, and I thought that because, right? So, so, oh, during that song, the vocalist would hop off stage and he would walk out of the gazebo and go somewhere that I don't know. And then he would come back. Same song, he would come back and then mm-hmm. yell at her some more. And uh, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, like, they were lyrics. Like, it was definitely a song, but he wasn't looking at anybody fucking else. He was just staring right through her soul and letting her fucking have it. Poor girl. Yeah, so later on, everyone's, all the bands are loading out and I see my vocalist talking to that vocalist because the rest of their set was cool as shit. It was just that song where everyone was like, <laughs> hey, this is weird. And uh, so, so uh, we're talking to him later on and I see my vocalist talking to him and I see that there's somebody else next to their vocalist, but I don't. I can't tell who it is. I just, I just know it's a person. So I get close and it's the girl and they're holding hands and she is noticeably <laughs> wasted, right? Uh, and then she starts she starts complimenting my band and she grabbed my wrist, but like didn't let go. So now I'm involved <laughs> in their situation because I'm looking at, I'm like, this is exactly why he wrote that song about you. You <laughs> do shit like this. And I'm just standing there and I'm looking at him 
And he's like tugging on her arm. And she's like, no, I want to <laughs> tell him he was good. And he's like, he's like, hey, man, I'm really sorry. And I'm like, yeah, it's cool. Like, it was like, he was like trying to get like a puppy dog <laughs> off of like my leg that wasn't trained yet. Like, dude, it was just like, and they just walked away. And my vocalist and I just stood there and we were like, wow, that was a very interesting interaction. I can't believe that just <laughs> fucking took place. Gosh, what? that's, uh, that's, yeah, that's awkward. So, uh, but, uh, yeah. Uh, all those uh, all those Wisconsin bands were cool. That was the only that was the only weird the hiccup. But I mean, you guys know, like you got you guys probably know this. When you travel anywhere, like I don't know, when we have whenever we go on tour, we see the weirdest shit. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like Southern California, this girl fucking comes. This uh, we're we're getting gas, and this woman, no teeth, maybe she had one, comes like just up out of the bushes. And it's a bright sunny day. It's like two o'clock in the afternoon, and she goes, "Hey, I need a ride." And I'm like, <laughs> that sounds pretty normal. I'm like, I just like look at her, like, what? She's like, "I need a ride." Do you think you can take me down? You think you think you can take me down to the, to the gas station on like? She just starts naming off a street. I have no idea what she's talking about, and I just go, "No, like abs, like abs, no, absolutely not." I'm like, I, I'm sorry. And uh, then she tried to get in the car. <laughs> she was like, all right, sick. Like, no, nah, I don't think you heard me. <laughs> she was like... Oh. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. she was like, all right, dope. I'm going to take you... It's opposite day. I'm getting in the car. You're going to take me where I want to go. So I'm like... I'm literally like getting in between her and the car. I'm like, hey, no. Like, I, I was totally not kidding the first time. I don't know if you heard me. But like... So, uh, yeah. We had was, some uh, guy come up to our van, and he's just like, hey, hey man, you, you're going to let me get some of that gas? And I'm like, well, well no. It's my gas. I'm, I'm, I'm going to need that. You want us to huff it yeah, out? He, he, like, had, he had everything with him to yeah. siphon gas, and he was like, he's like, just just let me take a little bit. I don't need a lot of your gas. I just need some of it. I was like, well, you can't, <laughs> you can't have any of it there, boss. And he's just like, but I, I don't understand. I think I, I definitely told you just a second ago how I need the gas. And we also I, saw on the last one we were on, this was in February of this year. Um, it was like, we were, I mean, like somewhere in Wisconsin and it was like absolutely like balls cold outside. Um, <laughs> and we have this like, this like a dolly thing that we used to like carry in all our merch. And it was sitting outside for just like a second, like a single second. And we come back and there's some homeless dude walking off with it. And we're like, hey, buddy, uh, you can't have that. That's <laughs> ours. And he's like, no, no, no. I found it outside and I live outside. So I'm just going to use it for a bit and then I'll bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, well, we're like, okay, no, that, you the can't have that it. you're making, I'm sure it, it's rooted in some sort of sense. But... Yeah, that was my favorite. Just, like, I found it outside. That's where I live. So it's mine, obviously, by right. That is, yeah, that's cool as fuck. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> hey, I live out here, man. Everything's mine. Look at all these, look at all these cars I got. It's crazy. Look at that road. That's my road. <laughs> that's so yeah, goddamn funny. Holy shit. He's a, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, tour always yields some interesting people. We, uh, oh, my God, dude. There was this one time. We were playing, we played this really dope show in uh, Denver. And uh, so I was, 
I'm the guy that like with our trailer, I I put everything in the trailer. Like I have just a way that it goes. I know mm-hmm. how it works. So I'm like, this, we have a system. We're not going to fucking deviate from this. So after each, usually after each show, sometimes uh, one of the guys will be like, no, I want to do this. Go fucking inside. And then they fuck it up. That's a whole nother topic. I'm not going to get onto it. You sound, but... you sound just like our bass player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm going to be like, no, I want to talk shit to my band members for a second. Like, this is real shit. But no, so I'm uh, outside. It's probably like 10 o'clock at night. We had just played our set. Uh, band is bringing shit out to the trailer. I'm putting it in. Uh, and it was like downtown Denver. So I noticed across the street that there's a bus stop and people are coming on. But as the as I'm the longer I'm out there, I'm probably out there for like total, this whole ordeal took about 45 minutes. I'm out there uh, and I look across the street and I see this dude and uh, it's like November, I think. It was like November 1st or something. So it's cold. So he has a coat on, but like he, like a big poofy coat on, which I thought was making what he was doing hard to do because he was standing across the street, bending at the waist. Like, have you guys ever seen like the wacky inflatable tube men outside of yep. car shops? <laughs> so he was just yes. doing that. He was just doing that next to the bus like, stop. What in the he was just, math? He was just bending at the waist in all directions and flailing his arms. He wasn't saying anything either. It was, it was just terrifying. And I'm like directly across the street and I'm loading all the shit in. And uh, But like every time a bus comes, it blocks my view of him. I can't see him. So the bus leaves. I get most of the stuff put in the trailer and I look over at the bus stop and he's gone. So, the, like, as the bus pulls, it was like a movie, you know, like a, like a bus pulls away and suddenly the fucking person's yep. gone. So I'm like, I think he got on the bus finally. Whatever he was doing, he came down from whatever trip he was on. And he was like, oh, I gotta go home. So I, I just assume he got on the fucking <laughs> bus. So I'm putting more stuff in for, like, another couple of minutes. And I kind of forget about it. And I turn around and he's just at the trailer. And he's just looking at me. And he's like, hey, man, you got, like, a dollar or something? And I gave, I gave that dude a fucking dollar. Yeah, at that point, you're like... Don't kill me or take my stuff. Here's a dollar. Please leave, like, now. I was like, here's a dollar, man. I uh, don't... And he was like, you got any more? I was like, no, but security's about to come out here and help me out. And he just, he walked away. I was like, okay, thank God, Jesus. I saw somebody one time arguing with a brick wall. That's no bullshit, <laughs> dude. We hey, pulled man, into a... Sometimes they just don't get it. Like, you try to tell them <laughs> once, and it's like talking to a brick wall. And Oh, wait. Didn't... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, all right. Man, so I, I thought it was gonna be funnier, but it wasn't. <laughs> Probably talk about music again. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what else do you guys have going on for this summer? I mean, is everything well, kind of on the fritz for you? Yeah. Yeah. As of as of right now, um, I've watched through The Office, working on Psych, um, trying a, multiple different sauces with chicken nuggets. Um, Landing on honey <laughs> being the best one. Honey and sriracha. Honey and sriracha mixed yeah. together. Is something special. Yeah, that's the proper nugget mixture. Um, as far as music, we just got, we're just really excited about putting this out, with the CD. It's uh, EP. We got yes, six tracks. We got six tracks. And uh, yeah, just really excited. I'm so proud of how this all came together. It it sounds great. Um, I can't, I can't, I just can't wait for people to start hearing the new, uh, the new archers. And uh, I really hope people can connect with it. I hope they can really find some sort of meaning for themselves in each song. Uh, there's definitely a lot uh, on this record as far as um, uh, emotional content and and 
it, it talks a lot about where we're at as 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 people where I'm at, especially as a vocalist and as a person. And um it's very personal, very personal record. But it's also something I feel like a lot of people can relate to, you know. Is it a concept EP? Like, does every song come out? I wouldn't out? call it a concept EP. It's just a collection of songs that we've just put together. And I think it, it definitely tells a story. Uh, the title of the EP is called New Normal. Um, and the idea behind it is just it can mean whatever you want that to mean for you. It's just at this point in our lives and with everything going on, it just felt very clear to things clear to us that things are changing and that could be good and that can be bad but it means that normal is going to be different than what it was before and that's just what we're trying to encapsulate with not not just each song but the ep as a whole and so that's kind of why we decided to go with that name oh right on dude i totally know the feeling we're just sitting sitting on all that music just like oh my god i want to put this out so bad and you know but like you said i mean so all people have to do just listen to fucking music, play video, yeah. video games, hang out, don't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, stay the fuck at home <laughs> and wash your hands. Yeah, I and know. Don't touch your face. Ugh, that one, that one's hard. <laughs> yeah, don't touch your face. Yeah, no. There's I saw this really super funny video. There's this girl. She was trying not to touch her face. She just kept doing all kinds of weird shit with her hands. Um, <laughs> the more you think about not touching your face, the more you're just like, damn, I really want to touch my face right now. Yeah, dude. Yep. It's, it's <laughs> the worst. I, uh, I really try not to think. I actively try not to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, at this point, I know if, if coronavirus comes with, within any, any distance of me that is you know, less than like 100 feet, I'm probably going to get it. So I'm just like trying to stay isolated. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna not itch my nose. I won't think about it. It's not, like, no. I'm bred for comfort. I don't. Are you a germaphobe? Do you just not? Because I kind of am. Like even before I'm, all the shit, I'm I was like a bit of the germaphobe. <laughs> I'm definitely not a germaphobe. <laughs> Do you get sick I, all the time? Or are you just like licking toilets and shit? Well, Pretty I'm, much. I wouldn't go that far, but like I could. I believe in the ten minute rule. So like. Something falls on the ground. You, you got, you know, you just got a while. You're fine. Five second rule. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> five second rule. Yes. Yeah. Five <laughs> seconds. That's yeah. what I meant to say. <laughs> seconds, not minutes. No, man, that's awesome. I, I, I am glad that your guys' shit's doing really, really well. Really well. It's crazy how many views it's got. Do you guys? And that's all generated from your guys's uh, the Archers TV, right? The Archers TV channel. Yep, yeah, like yeah. all through like ad campaigns we run through Google and Facebook. Oh, that's how you guys did it? The um, yep. ad campaigns? Well, we run ads on most of the videos that we put out. Um, thankfully, it's uh, we had a lot of organic to work with as a solid foundation. So we're getting sure. like, you know, we're looking at a lot of organic stuff there. But, you know, we, we push it a little bit and we've gotten yeah. a, lot of, a lot of response from people who are cold, like cold audiences that really like the song. So that's we're badass. happy about that. Well, good shit, man. That's awesome. But uh, uh, we're getting to the hour point here, so uh, okay. I really do appreciate you guys coming out. And Dude, yeah, uh, thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah for real, man. This was this was fun. Uh, I'm stoked to meet you guys in person. 
Um, yeah, same. dude, we got to play some shows together once yes. shows are a thing again. <laughs> I, I know, yeah. Well, you, get you guys down on Feels Fest. That was the original plan. That was the... Yep. Yeah. yeah, I remember talking to you about that, and that was just yeah. like, ooh, I want to be on that. And then I was like looking to try to get you guys up at a place we really like playing in Green Bay, but they were just yeah, like, it, well, we can't take anything for yep. right now. <laughs> Everything fell to shit. Yeah. Everything fell to shit, and that's... Like, yep. literally, Feels yep. Fest is on hold. I haven't, I haven't asked any... Uh, any bands to to do it yeah mm-hmm. just because of all this shit so we'll see what goes on but i appreciate you guys man absolutely we appreciate you thank you First for dude, uh letting us thank you for having us uh, do our spiel anyone checking us out we got our eps up for pre-order on archersapparel.bigcartel.com i know that's a lot but we got like links for it if you check any of our socials but it is archersapparel.bigcartel.com yeah and uh Something that we're going to be doing lots of deals coming up and maybe some uh, merch contests and giveaways. And but we just uh, want to get this EP into people's hands. So hit us up on our Facebooks and uh, let us know what you think of the new song. And when the other ones come out, let us know what you think of those. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dudes. Thanks, man. Cool, Thank dude. You. Thank you again for having us.